0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of What's the Tea, Maggie G. I am Maggie G, your female empowerment coach, helping you to love yourself no matter what. I hope we are all doing well. It's been another difficult week for me in lockdown, but I'm here today to bring you another podcast. Now, today we're going to be discussing diet culture, and I felt it was important to bring in a guest. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today, guys, we are talking about a very special topic, and I felt like it was time to bring in a guest to the series and we have none other than the amazing amy knight amy welcome to what's the team maggie g and congratulations for being the first guest i'm I'm
1: privileged i'm privileged to be here to be honest um i'm good thank you i'm doing well i'm excited for what's the team maggie g (laughs) I'm glad.
0: I'm glad. Well, thank you for coming on. We, of course, today are speaking about diet culture, which is something I think we've both had, you know, a battle with over the years. But you actually, was it your dissertation that you wrote about diet culture or was it a big, a big project in uni? What did you do? How did you come across it? Okay,
1: so my dissertation so a lot of my so I studied just to put it into context I did a BA in drama and media studies. Um but during the course I could like basically like specialise in what I wanted to do, um like kind of write about my own hobbies and stuff. I did a lot of journalism and I part of it I created like a plus size blog and explored like that kind of industry if you know what I mean. And then for my big project, my dissertation, mm. I wrote it all about, like, plus-size culture, plus-size women, um, and, like, a lot about diet culture as well, but mainly kind of focusing on plus-size women. But myself, like you were saying, like, I personally have gone through a lot of diet culture-related things in my life, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, the pair of us. For those of... Um the people that are listening who don't know about me my instagram already fabby actually started as a weight loss instagram called flabby to fabby when i was following a very well known slimming global (laughs) brand and amy and i actually attended the same classes um and My running with sort of weight loss and those kind of classes come in when I was around fourteen, and I look back now and I think, "Well, fuck, was I doing in a fat club at fourteen years old?" Yeah. Um. That that's when I first started, and so it's kind of been, you know, a vicious cycle, and it is a vicious cycle. I found when being part of. Those fat clubs, you go, you pay your money, you're like, this time I'm gonna do it, and then you lose a stone. Well, I personally would always lose a stone, and then completely become happy with myself again, and then go off the rails and put it all back on, and then more some. I think I went back to the particular slimming club about five, six times, and I
1: never completed it. I never got my one and a half stone reward, but. That's part of their um, business plan there, isn't it? That's what they want. You know, they wouldn't make money if we all lost weight the first time. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's why, you know, when you
0: become a target member, quote-unquote, you do get a lifetime subscription to go there. And I'm not saying it it doesn't work, because it obviously does work. We've known people lose incredible amounts of weight, but for me it didn't, and I think it's a bit deeper than that personally um and how was it for you as well
1: yeah so for me um so like you kind of similar to you so i think i was about i want to say i was 15 when i first went to one um because i remember because you if you're under 16 you get to go for free yeah as
0: long as you're with a paying adult Um,
1: (laughs) which is yeah which is mad you have to go for free and i remember like just starting like dieting um and i wasn't even that big i think i was about 11 12 stone which i think is mad cuz now i'm like wow like i that way i look back at that time and i was i'm like i wasn't even fat <laughs> yeah and i think to be honest if I could do it all again, I don't have many regrets in life, but if I could do it all again, I would never have stepped foot into one of those clubs because personally, like you are saying, other people may have had a personal experience, but it completely ruined my relationship with food. Um, I, I don't want to, it's a big, it's a big quote to say, but personally, I would say like it it gave me some type of, it gave me an eating disorder to be honest. Like it didn't, it didn't give me a um, healthy relationship with food at all. I would go, like, similar stories to you, like, would lose maybe, like, a stone um, and then would come off it and, like, put it back on, like, maybe more. Um, and it would just be this vicious cycle and, like, just made me feel... Just, like, there's many there's many
0: things about it that I'm, like, there's oh. There's many things, of course. Many I mean, things. You're, you're totally right in saying that um, it gave you an eating disorder. Like, I actually struggled at one point so much with my relationship with food that my doctor, who is happens to be a family friend, like, she's my mum's best friend, and I went to her because no doctor would previously listen to me, but her being a family friend, she's known me for what, like 10, 11 years now and has watched me the entire time. So she was, I was, I went to her and I was like, I think there's something wrong. Like, I don't think something's quite right. And she completely agreed. She was like, yeah, you do have a subclinical eating disorder because of, and it's not directly a factor of this whole um, fat club, but it was a whole binge and not purge but it was a whole like binging cycle and it just Mm. gave me this awful relationship so you're totally right in in saying that um for those listeners who don't know what diet culture is they're probably experiencing it every day and not even knowing that they're experiencing it (laughs) but when I googled it the first thing that came up was diet culture is a system of beliefs that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue because We are both plus size girls and I'm sure you're a TikToker, you love a bit of TikTok and all I get and all I've ever got from other people is you're promoting obesity, you're going to die of heart attacks, you're doing this, you're doing that and these people... A are not medical professionals, nor do they have any access to my medical history. so what sort of your view on just diet culture as a whole and the fact that you know this this statement has says like it equates to health and moral virtue
1: i think it's it's difficult because so like at the moment, I'm living with like I've got some new housemates and like I personally do quite a lot of exercise I walk like 20,000 steps a day like I love getting out and about and my housemate kind of said to me today she's like I don't really understand how you're the size you are when you do so much exercise if that makes sense my heart She didn't in a nasty way She didn't in a nasty way as well I know who lives in that house No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no But she just didn't She just didn't get it No,
1: no, 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 not a nasty way at all It wasn't, you know, we haven't We have another open conversation And I think When, I think sometimes There's assumptions about I don't mind using the word fat personally But there's, like, assumptions about... Pla- like, f- like I don't find it offensive. You know, there's assumptions about fat people that they're lazy or they don't do this or they don't do that. um, And, you know, a lot of the time that's not true. I have saying to someone, I was like, look, if we all ate the same things and we did the same exercise, we still would have different bodies exactly. and we still would look different. um, And I think the thing we were saying about, like, you, you know, you on TikTok, I think... I don't understand this whole trend of as soon as a girl, um, a, a, you know, a fat girl goes on TikTok, it's oh you're so confident. Yeah. I don't understand that. Why are they confident? What's what's confident about just? What's confident was... about existing? Yeah, I don't understand I mean, personally. I completely um, agree. No, I do. You know what I, I mean, I don't get it. I've
0: posted a couple of TikToks and they've gone viral with over a million views, and people were commenting, "Oh my God, you're so confident. I would love to have your confidence." and I was at first, I was like, yes, like here, have some confidence. And then the more people were commenting, do you, how, do you realize how backhanded that comment is? I was like, oh my gosh, is this a backhanded comment? Well,
1: also, like in the video, yeah, I guess in the video, you're just wearing clothes, like you're not I doing anything,
0: you know, or, to me, doing yeah, something that's exactly. confident. Like, I was, it was literally a haul for pretty little thing, and they still haven't run me my
1: check, but. <laughs> It's the same as if, like, um, I was in a, like, maybe a slimmer person was to post a picture with, you know, some fast food. You know, they would be like, oh, wow, well, she, you know, go on, girl. However, like, if a fat person.
0: Yes, I once posted, oh, if you love me. Oh, is it you on and on Five Instagram, Guys? You'll see me yeah, Five I know the pick. Guys. And you know the pick. And I was there enjoying myself. Um, and. I think it's like fries before guys or something like that. It's the caption, and someone was commenting like, "Oh yeah, of course she'd choose fries because she never oh get a guy." And I was like, "Bitch, do you even know? Do you even know?" But those comments, I've always, oh, um, I just remember this sort of every day. Like I'm, I don't get them as much now, but it's a, it's a thing. People equate, you know, being thin with being beautiful and I've always I've not always been as happy as I am now but I am probably the biggest I am now and yet I'm the most happiest
1: yeah I think this is the longest time I haven't followed probably a diet plan um and this is probably like the happiest I've been in myself and my weight I'm not saying you know I don't eat healthily or exercise. I'm not saying that, but I'm not following a particular plan or diet. I'm just listening to my body and listening, you know, supporting myself. Um, but I'm not following any type of plan or regime or anything. And this is probably the, you know, the best I'm feeling in in a long time.
0: Exactly. And, um, going back to what you were saying about exercise, I... I'm a former plus-size fitness instructor. I used to teach a dance fitness class, which burned upwards of 700 calories every session. And I was doing that about four times a week. And I will never forget. There's, There's things, there's just moments in your life you will never forget. And this is one of them. When I put on Facebook that I was a dance fitness instructor, and this woman tore me... To shred she was like how can you be oh, a fitness instructor? like you that's are not really horrible how can you be a fitness I know and it was absolutely everywhere um she plastered her Facebook wall making comments like indirect statuses so making statuses about me but not tagging me just one of those arguments and I just remember thinking like your size should never prohibit you from doing whatever you want to do. I always wanted to become a fitness instructor, a dance fitness instructor, to be precise. And I I went and did that. There's plus size PTs out there. And yet we're still living in a world where thinness equates with health. I, I don't see the people commenting on the girls' pictures or girls' TikToks Where it's the same girls that are going out, binge drinking every weekend, smoking forty a day, and sniffing stuff up their nose—they're not commenting the same thing. And I can guarantee you, she's got more health problems than me. I think it's
1: this thing as well of people assume that fat is is unfit, Um, and I think people need to remember as well that a lot of the time when people are exercising, they're not doing it to lose weight. Um, I used to go to a boot camp which uh, is based in South Wales, I'll give it a little shout out. It's called uh I think it's called like plus size boot camp. And it's basically for women who just wanna work who are scared of going to the gym, who just wanna work out, and it's like a boot camp, circus fitness class, and it's like the whole principle isn't to lose weight, it's to just love your bodies. And I think exercise I think is is a you know is a form of self care and you know, I don't exercise to lose weight. I exercise yes. Do you know what I mean? I exercise to look after my body. I was blessed with this body, I'm gonna use it, it's good for my mental health. But I'm not doing things to lose 100%.
0: weight.
1: i like my sole purpose on this earth isn't to lose a few pounds and to care about what I'm eating. Do you know what I mean? I think 100%. at the end of the day my I've got not- bigger things to do. Yes!
0: Yes! I completely agree. You were not put on this earth to lose weight and pay bills is an amazing quote by someone I saw on Instagram. Again, I don't reference anymore. I am you in uni. I don't know who said it, but they said it. And your body exercising should be a celebration of what your body can do and not a punishment for what you ate the night before. Yeah. People need to, I yeah. cannot stand it. Hearing girls go, oh, I had the dominoes last night, which means I've got to spend two hours in the gym today. And, like, let yourself enjoy these things. There's no such thing as, you know... Good and bad food. This is a whole, this is totally made up. Everything is just totally made up. It's made up to create a market and money. This is it. This is what I mean. This is what diet culture is making you believe things are bad and other things are good. Yes, of course, if you eat an apple, it's going to be healthier than a Domino's, but that doesn't mean you're Domino's. Sorry that I'm picking on Domino's. Like, it's the only pizza, like, company I, I really order from. But, like, they're overpriced pizzas. Just because they're like unhealthy in a sense for that day. Again, I'm doing little air quote things, but you can't see me. It's just like <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't allow yourself this narrative of what is bad and no. what is good. And you've got to learn. And well, in this case, I'm trying to teach people to unlearn all this shit that's been put in their head, because you know you're. It's all around. It's all around, and no one even realizes it because it's just programmed into our day you know
1: i think there's a f- two things first thing is i think personally for me because i was taught that like certain foods are sins and the word sin like bad like that is not okay
0: they even spelt it a little bit differently
1: because like... it's meant to mean it's meant to mean synergy it's meant to be short for synergy apparently um, what does synergy but, mean? Come on, nothing has to do with food. Um, and then you
0: wouldn't, you wouldn't know that they
1: wanted them to be the devil's foods. I just, I just think food shouldn't be good or bad. It's all in, you know, all food in proportion. In moderation, um, yes. And the other thing is, this is what I was gonna say. Um, like I am so blessed to have been given two legs, two arms that work. Why would I spend my time and my energy hating on these body parts and how they look? Where I'm so blessed, like my body keeps me alive, my body, you know, I move and my body gets me places. Like I'm so blessed to have this body. Why would I spend my time hating it, if that makes sense? Mm. Like my body like gives me so many it gives me so many functions. You know, I can do things, I can, you know, why am I hating on on my body that keeps me safe? Um, you know, it's not all this about the aesthetics. It, Do you know what I
0: mean? Keep, Yeah, keeping you safe. And there was a study, I think it was by Harvard, and I might be wrong. There was um, a study by Harvard that concentrated on people, on bigger people who uh, had more fat than others, who lost weight and they lost loads of weight and then they put it all back on. And literally, I think it was like nine nine out of those 10 people put all this weight back on. And I speak for myself and probably a lot of other women when I say this, but I've suffered uh, sexual assault on several occasions. And I know for a fact Mm. that my body has clung to it. Or, well, first of all, one of the sexual assaults I had was, I was 10. So fuck that for the rest of my life. So growing up, my body clung, sort of clung to all the weight it could possibly have. And because it's a physical protective yeah. layer of fat, which then makes me harder. Hard which makes it harder to grab me or harder to pick me up and shove me into the back of a van because i 'm heavy, and therefore it 's psychological, so when people are shouting at others for why can't you lose weight why can't you just eat healthy, eat less, and move more psychologically you 've got a lot some people have a lot to get over before they even start getting to that point, which is why losing weight has never worked for me, and why i 've chosen to accept the way I am now is because perhaps at this particular point in time, my body is not meant to be any other way.
1: Yeah, I think know? it's... I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Um, oh,
0: girl, I'm... Literally, therapy is a wonderful thing, <laughs> so I'm I'm all good now. I'm just here to share the wisdom.
1: Oh, good. But um, I, I think a lot of the time, you know, we don't know what people are going through. You know, I don't know what you're going through. Someone I don't know what someone else is maybe a slimmer person is going through in terms of their body it's such a personal thing I think sometimes like for me like I had um like I said it developed into like quite a bad eating disorder and I think one of the things I wanted to say as well is you know I had an eating disorder for six years I had um bulimia um and like a bit of a binge eating disorder but mainly bulimia was the big one for me so I literally Mm. probably nearly every there were stages where I'd like make myself sick every single day um because I was bigger no one could see that if that makes sense no one could see that I had an eating disorder I would take it seriously because I wasn't at a stage where I was underweight but anyone can have an eating disorder whether you're a healthy weight or an overweight or underweight you know they don't discriminate male or female um and for me like scale eating
0: there's an eating disorder scale as well you don't just you're not just either anorexic or bulimic like there's a scale yeah on which you fall upon and if people need to know more about that then they should head to um they should Google the charity BEAT, which is an eating disorder charity. Yeah, BEAT is great. Yeah. continue with what you were
1: saying. And I think, you know, when I finally did seek help, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it, it's not, you know, I'm going to say it, but eating disorder services are so underfunded in the UK, especially Wales, that it was just a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. But you know, finally accepting that I actually hadn't an eating disorder was a big thing for me, let alone, um, you know, coming out and share it because I remember um, I was, like, some of the times I was really triggered by this eating disorder was when I was on these diet plans and I was being rewarded for losing weight, if that makes sense. So, you know, like, I would go on the on on the plan. So I'd go on the plan and then... Um, have to have a really good first week whatever like I would do the plan properly and then a few weeks in I would mess up obviously because in my opinion I feel like they're meant for you to make. anyway um I'd mess up yeah and then I'd think oh my days and then I would get into that cycle of being addicted to um those bulimic habits again and then I would lose weight because obviously Mm. I was making myself sick every day and then I would be rewarded for it do you know what I mean and then I would just be in cycles and people would reward me and they And they would
0: say, oh, Amy, you've lost so much weight. My heart... Of course, we are, for those who don't know, me and Amy are actually friends, but we've never spoken about things on this deeper level. So my heart (laughs) actually breaks for you hearing that. But you lead... Thank you, first of all, for for sharing that because it's going to help the people that listen to this. I'm 100% sure of that, so thank you for sharing. No problem. But you are 100 percent right i more recently have gotten quite angry at people who say oh my gosh congratulations you've lost so much weight like okay but what about my degree that i achieved in in the year why why am i being congratulated for this on the same level as i am and i completely understand in some cases you know well, in most cases, as we both know, losing weight is extremely difficult. So I would prefer to say congrat like well done for putting in the effort to achieve what you've wanted yeah. to achieve. But it's it's when people go, Oh my gosh, you look so good. Like, bitch, did I not look good before? I mean,
1: don't get like, me wrong, yeah, <laughs> I still now um because I've lost a bit of weight recently. Just not not intentionally, just like I said, just mm. by I've just been kind of looking after my body, but not in a case of I want to lose as much weight. Um, and people have said to me, some people have said, "Oh, you're looking really slim," or "Oh, you're this Um, and I have to adjust myself and go, "Amy, that's not, you know, ignore the compliment kind of thing," because I have to, because it's a, it's a really, you know, it's a really kind of addictive compliment, like, "Oh, my days, I look slimmer," yeah. like, you know. But actually, I think when I was like I think as like right now it's fine because I know that I'm in a good mental state and I know that you know things are fine but I think back then I was kind of addicted to that compliment or that achievement of losing weight and of course
0: and you never know the circumstance of what someone is going through unless you are ridiculously close with them like um they could be going through a breakup I know when I went through my very first taste of a breakup I didn't eat for three days so I probably would have looked slimmer if I continued that method (laughs) but um I think it's yeah you never know what people are going through and therefore you should probably just not mention it and say you know if they if you look a bit concerned then maybe just ask are you okay or even better like some people just like you're looking well yeah
1: because you're looking, well, you're, yeah, looking glowing, you're looking well, you're looking glowing, you're looking happy.
0: You
1: know, and just Yeah, you're looking yeah. happy. And just I just try think try to yeah.
0: not relate to the comment to the weight of the person.
1: It's a bit like um, so my brother, he is like we're best friends, but he's so different to me. And he went to uh, Oxford University, and which I was proud of, obviously, but when he graduated, he moved to India for a bit. Um, And he lost six stone. And I honestly, I was more jealous (laughs) of the fact that he'd lost this weight than he'd been to Oxford. I was like, how come I've been trying to lose weight for all of these years? And you just try one and you just lose it. But I remember he came back and so many, like the compliments he got, like the shock, you know, the fact that he... And he's actually the only person I've ever met that lost weight and kept it off. He's kept it off for two, three years now, but... He didn't follow any diet plan. He didn't pay any money to do that. He literally just decided to eat less and exercise. He was just committed to it and it's just paid off for him. Um, but he like, do you know what I mean? He worked, he did it in a healthy way. He worked hard. And I think it's difficult because I think when I say I'm against diet culture, I'm not against being healthy. I'm not against, you know, yes, eating healthy. I'm not against uh, exercising, like I say, I eat five veg a day, I exercise, I try to do uh, 20,000 steps a day, it's my new goal, do you know what I mean, I'm I'm not saying I want people to live unhealthy lifestyles and eat what they want and, and say that, I'm not saying that at all, what I'm saying is, you know, don't be paying, you know, if you have to pay £10 a week to to be weighed, like what like no like come on if you're being I sold I
0: completely and <laughs> utterly agree
1: if someone's telling you this is neither the thing. of
0: us feel you know I'm not against. I'm yeah I just agree with what you say like I'm not I'm against diet culture as in this total made-up system that exists but I'm not against leading healthy lifestyles
1: The other thing I would say... Which they try and trick you to thinking that it is. This is what my (laughs) my thing is, which is against diet culture, is I remember when I used to go to these groups and one, they used to call it the Bible, the the book they give you, they used to call it the food Bible. No, it's not a Bible. Yes! Got me triggered. Anyway, second thing they used to say, which is kind of similar, but they used to say, oh, you're never going to be like this again next week you're going to be a completely different next week you're going to be completely different oh my god you're never you're never going to you're never going to be the same again and i'm thinking am i going to have the same brain yes am i still going to have the same characteristics yes my weight doesn't define me as a character like stop saying i'm going to have this yeah, hundred i'm just going to be me minus a few pounds do you know what i mean i'm not going to be
0: Completely different, but they sell this
1: mantra that you're going to be a different person, and it gives you this false illusion that you're going to completely change and you're not i'm
0: majorly triggered right now you're 100 percent right when they go you see that it used big to annoy number, me you're never gonna see that big number again you're and not gonna you know see what? that again or you're not gonna be that person exactly do you know what bill at group you're probably right i won't see that number again because i'll lose a stone disappear and come back and it'll be the number above it because yeah. that is the culture that you're trying to include me in and it's taken a long 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 time to yeah realize oh shit i even went back to them in lockdown i was doing it virtually i was on zoom wow. groups because i was like no. oh my god i'm so upset that i have this much fat that was in pfft, April I also tried to do it finishing it's it, my last thing of uni which was stupid because I did it because not it makes want you
1: yeah so my eight it makes you cook. believe that you can't do it without them it makes you believe that you can't do it without them that's what they try and check you but the other thing I was going to say the thing I didn't like about it as well is I remember I was there once with my mum um and they there was another woman and it was her birthday on the weekend and they said oh you know what are you doing for your birthday and she says oh I'm going for an Indian and they say, No, oh, what are you gonna have? And she was like, Oh, I was gonna have a curry but it's too many sins and the one was like, Yeah, I probably is a bit too many sins, probably have something different or whatever. And I'm thinking, it's your birthday, just have the curry. Do you know what I mean? have the curry you want, it's your <laughs> birthday. Like just the have thing the curry. Like, if she wouldn't if she wouldn't have had that curry, she probably will have you know, she'll probably cut it'll build up and she'll probably eat about 20 curries in two days time well this is the thing you know just eat what you want in
0: discipline i was so i look back and i think what the fuck was i doing because i literally i used to weigh on a thursday evening and at five p.m., I became part of the club. I became part of the members because I was the happy bubbly Oh yeah, one. you were. You I were was a weigher, the weigh lady. I would stand there and weigh everyone. And you know what? That honestly, though, that was one of my favorite parts. Like. I I did have a laugh doing that because I'd always be... They'd always be really nervous. They'd always be worried. And I was like, right, deep breath out now. Pray to the goddess of weight loss that you've lost what you want to lose this week. And we'd have a laugh with it. And I I was just sarcastic. But um I remember on those Thursdays, I would starve myself. I wouldn't eat for the whole day. And then in the night after group... I would eat everything I wanted to. I would always order a Chinese or a Domino's or an Indian or whatever because I starved myself all of them. to make sure I lost all three. literally 20 chicken nuggets, a large pizza, a chicken McCartney, a full-on Chinese, whatever I wanted that night because I starved myself in the day.
1: Yeah. It's fuck. I used to, um, I like two things I used to do, I used to not, um drink after 12 p.m because someone told me that you carry fluid weight i didn't drink either what? i didn't and drink I until after it. i, I weighed. used it this was my ultimate tip which actually is quite a good one on the first week i would go i would wear jeans <laughs> and the second week on my first weigh-in i would wear leggings and they've got oh you've lost six pounds how did you do it and i'm thinking oh, i just took my jeans off <laughs>
0: Actually, you've unlocked a memory in my brain from my first experience at the slimming clubs um, where I was so determined to lose that week. I was absolutely fuming. Thankfully, it was a group of all women and I was about 15 this time. I was like, listen, oh, what was her name? I can't remember. I think it was... I think... It was Jill, or it was something like that. It probably wasn't, but it was definitely a G. She's on my Facebook page. If she's listening, you'll I rem- you hope you remember this story. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no offence to you, with uh, your slimming clubs. It's just not for me anymore. But um, I took off my leggings, and I was like, fuck this shit, I'm going to lose this week. And I took off my leggings and lost half a pound. And that is how mental... I was at that point, and that was only early on. Imagine I, what yeah. I'd be like
1: if I went back now. I remember I went to one once, because I used to, like... Which is weird, I used to... You knew you would, like, go, and you wouldn't stay to groups. So you just literally pay £5 to be weighed on a scale. Anyway, and I went to one before, and I went to, like, a different group, because I was off somewhere. And there was this, like, older woman in front of me, and I'd never met her before. And then um, they go, ''Oh, Pam, you know, you normally weigh without your skirt on.'' And she goes, ''Oh, yes.'' And she's literally in a skirt and tights and she takes off no. the skirt and she's standing in front of me. I'm like, what is going on right now? It's just not right. And I just think the fact, like, being weighed every single week, like, I've noticed that I personally gain weight the week before my period. I gain a few pounds. As every you know, single I'm woman. woman. I'm a normal. And, you know, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, people, if they want to do them, but for me, I just... If I have a daughter my thing is for her I do no, not want her to I would say in those exactly groups.
0: the same because absolutely you're, not <laughs> it's, it's you're so right in just everything you've said like and we we agree on so many things because it is such a mental thing I didn't even factor in getting weight every single week my weight fluctuates as a madness just being not even by what I eat just by being a woman um No, I don't know if it's obviously the same for men, but we only have, like, one happy, one happy womb week a month. Because we've got the week of the period. Week. (laughs) The week leading up to the period. Ovulation. And then there's just one week after the
1: month where we're just chilling. Like. I know, honestly. Do you know what I find funny? Um, This is another thing. I saw on TikTok, someone was like, oh, how to make... um, Bloody glass lemon chip uh, crisps. Get lasagna sheets, oh God, cover I them in paprika, that. and put them in 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 the oven. It's only half. It's only half a tin. Just <laughs> grab a packet of palm Honestly, it's not. They are only like sixty calories. No, it's really but not so right
0: because Do you know what I mean. Pa- like. <laughs> Put the lasagna sheets away. Sticks of spaghetti, raw spaghetti. I used to crunch on sticks of raw spaghetti. This is what <laughs> I mean. I, what what
1: fuckery? It's what kind weird. of fuckery is that? Just eat, s- honest to God. Or just eat a just eat a fruit and vegetable. Do you know what I mean? Just, it's not hard to You've have a piece literally- of fruit or veg. If you're really honest, I've sure so
0: many memories. I did the lasagna sheets. I made them into crisps. I, oh my Christ. The things used to come up with. And also,
1: like, a lot of the stuff is just, a lot of the stuff is just really processed. Like, it's I not good stuff, a lot of the stuff. All the ready yep. meals. They're just processed stuff. And, like, this thing, it doesn't teach, oh, this is the other thing as well, which is, I don't know if it's related to that culture, but it doesn't teach you the reason I think a lot of people, I don't know the the science, but, but I think the reason people lot, a lot, a of people put the weight on is because you're getting used to eating all these huge <gasps> portions. Because they say yes. you can eat whatever you want. It doesn't teach you a portion. You know, having job. this many bowls of pasta, but actually just have just have a small bowl. Just of have pasta. a regular, like, it's fine. like you don't need such
0: a portion. But it
1: it warps your
0: it warps it warps, it warps your thinking. Yeah, your because I then, used you to know? packs and I yeah. mean packets of like wafer thin ham because it was free and i could eat it oh the
1: ham the ham ham. mate the The ham i would go through i'd go through pig farms of ham honestly
0: (laughs) but you're totally right because it's what you do and you're like oh yes i've got my uh my pasta bolognese which is completely i could eat now but all i've had to measure on top is my cheese and then i was looking at the portions i was eating and then i remember going to a pt and he was like what did you to eat?" and i was like this and he was like what the fuck is that and i was like that'd be my dinner he was like are you fucking joking me like do you realize how much you're eating no, like, no. and i was like no not at all you'd be like yeah and and four, four packets, packets of ham, of ham uh, cooked chicken all these veg, lasagna sheet crisps and uh, raw spaghetti. That's
1: what I'm <laughs> on
0: to cure the cravings. But honestly, oh, um, don't. from the bottom of my heart, I would just like to say... Fuck your fat clubs and your diet culture and just fucking eat the curry, enjoy a piece of broccoli every now and then, drink water and go for a walk because...
1: Look after yourself, yes. that's all really. Just look after yourself, look after your... Listen, your mind is just... Your your mind is part of your body, do you know what I mean? Look after your mind, look after your body, look after your exactly. wellbeing. Exactly,
0: start with the just mind out, really. because... I'm psychologically troubled because of everything that has happened with these diet cultures and I refuse to let other people go through the same. I'm I'm slowly yeah. trying to unravel and unwire everything that has been forced upon me throughout life um just to become a happy and healthy human being because it's not it's not right and it's not okay
1: yeah like i now i don't have an eating disorder anymore i'd like to fill that up as well i don't have any disorder anymore you deserve
0: I've been, a round, I've been, deserve
1: <laughs> round of I'm, applause for getting I'm, over that
0: because it's hard
1: i'm very healthy now all good eat proper i'm so
0: glad and you and the main thing are you happy
1: hundred percent 110 percent.
0: i'm beaming 110% because above all else you know happiness is Happiness what is we're key. going to achieve. Happiness is key, and I've always thought, you know, I'd be happier on the other side. Of oh no! Stones. This is what they're I, saying. I oh,
1: my life. This bitch, is I thing. can't remember the last time I saw fifteen stones. But um, <laughs> this like, is what I'm saying. Just, like, like my when they used to it's say not this. Bit. When they used to say like, oh, before or after. It used to be like my life really good before. I don't know about you, but I'm like, I've got, I'm just fat. Like my life was really good before. I'd go out to eat three times a week,
0: and I'd still have a good time. And now it's just even worse. Um, oh, yeah. I, I miss going out for dinner. Like that was my August hype—going out for dinner, eat out to help out. And now oh, I'm I, in yeah. lockdown. Um, but I think the whole point of this is. The underlying message of everything is just love yourself no matter what. Fall in love with you and make sure your mind is happy and you are happy. And don't link weight to happiness. Because I'm the biggest I've ever been and the happiest I've ever been. And, you know, people still fancy me. And uh, most of all, (laughs) I fancy myself. So... That's all that matters. That's the key, girl. That's the
1: key.
0: But is there anything, any last messages you'd like
1: to say for the listeners? Mm, I just think, do you know what, life's, just, just do you, you know, just do you exist. You, you know, you're not on this earth to lose weight. And just rock Amen. on, you know,
0: rock and on. rock on. You are not on this earth to pay rock bills on. and lose weight. You are here to have fun because, sadly, we only have one life. And I intend to live it we to the fullest. We have one body. One wonderful life. Yeah, go for it, girl. So eat that sausage roll from Grouch's that you've been denying yourself for two weeks. And enjoy oh, that yeah, curry don't... on your birthday because...
1: Enjoy the career of your special ass
0: day. So yeah, thank you so, so, so much for being the first guest on No, thank you for having me on Maggie G. You have been an absolute angel and just a pleasure to speak to and hear your views on everything. Um and it's been wonderful to talk to you. So we thanks will See you soon as soon as I'm out of lockdown. Yeah. But thank you so Hopefully much for coming soon. on and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed our little discussion about uh diet culture and what it does to us as people. By no means am I a medical professional. I feel like I have to say as a disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional. I am not a weight loss expert as it's probably quite well known just by looking at me but I am here to help you love yourselves no matter what and I feel like this is something we all live with our day to day lives without even realising it so I hope you come away from this feeling a little happier and just a little bit more like a weight lifted off your shoulders to know that you're not the only one and there can be things can happen to combat the world we're living in but all my love love you all loads and I will see you next week bye